We're live! We're finally live! Hello, everybody. Uh, my deepest apologies for the delay. Um, we are finally here after uh, a little bit of a break. Uh, Sean and I got quite busy. Some things came up. Couldn't really get together for uh, the last couple episodes on time. But we're here. We're ready to talk the latest episodes of The Rings of Power, the two that we have not talked about, five, four and five. Um, really, so we're just talking about five. We're really just talking about five. Right. You're right. We're really just talking about five. I mean, four was cool, but five is the most important thing to happen to Lord of the Rings, I think, in a long time. So uh, that's pretty much what we're going to be diving into. But, Shawnee, how you doing, man? I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, Jake, how do you feel about doing a live trailer reaction? <laughs> what is the trailer reaction to? To a show, to a show you've never seen. Okay. I'm intrigued. Well, okay. So <laughs> Amazon has three great fantasy series, right? Okay. Oh, oh actually, for, first things first, right? Let's let's talk about this show. This show's just Whiskey Jedi, but we don't pour whiskey before it. True, true. Do you want to pour some well, whiskey? Yeah, why don't we, why don't we just... <laughs> right? I mean, am I wrong? I, you're not wrong. No, I could I could happily go run and pour a quick glass of whiskey. Okay, second, uh, Jake, you're a big fan of of both fantasy series Amazon has put out so far. Correct. You're talking about Lord of the Rings and Will of Time. Will of Time. What if I told you there's a third? I'm curious what you are speaking of. All right. Well, here we're just gonna. I just got sent the trailer and I didn't know it was out. So I'm gonna watch the trailer. Either I put it up on screen or I don't. Are you talking about uh oh wait what are you talking about? You're talking about uh Legends of Vox Machina. Oh no, I, I have not seen any of this. No. Okay. Well, I think you A, I think you'd like it. Wait, hasn't hasn't this show been out for a while? Yeah, this is the season two trailer. Oh, okay. Just okay. came out. Sure. Um this, so, should, this just this literally should just be called like the Jake and Sean hour. At this point, it's not Lord of the Rings most of the time. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's I mean it is what it is, right? <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. So let's check it out. I'm, I haven't I'm seen sure. a single thing on this show. So that's fine. I don't think this trailer spoils anything from season one. I don't okay. think. Sure. Why not? Is there sound? The, oh, hold on. Did I not share audio? Let's hold on. Let's, maybe maybe uh, not. Almost like I'm I'm a professional. Share system <laughs> audio. No window. Let's go window. Let's go there. Share. All right. Are you getting audio now? Hold on, let's see. No. I'll take that as a no. All right. It's because I've got all kinds. It's because I've got all kinds of weird with my settings. Streamyard's funky sometimes. Well, and and like I was saying before we started, I fucked up my um. I fucked up my settings. Mm. Um. Before you're we always were. toying with your settings. Always. Well, I had. Well, no, no, no. I reset my computer for an update, and it fucked Here, everything let me, up. Let me pull it up. I'll pull it up. Let me see. Uh, Vox Machina. Oh, is it the clip? Yeah. First, the season two first season look? Season two first look. Yeah, there you go. Okay. All right, hold on. Let's see. And you watched season one, correct? I've watched season one. I also know what happens in season two. But it's based it, on something else. Oh, okay. 
It's based on a on a. Well, actually, you know what? I don't want to tell you what it's based on because I just want you to watch the show. I think you like okay. the show. All right, fair enough. All right, here we go. Let me know if you can hear the sound or not. I can. Okay. I'm already getting a Game of Thrones vibe here. Yeah. Alarm bells. I suddenly feel overdressed. Um, is this part of the show? Literally, this is like literally animated Game of Thrones. Yeah, kinda. Oh. Oh. And it's vulgar. Love it. It's very vulgar. We're gonna we're gonna talk about okay that's great that's I totally know what they're doing we're we'll talk about it after the show I'm gonna show you a clip for the show um, I mean I'm interested I'm gonna I'm, I'm get you interested. I'm gonna get you hooked uh, fair enough uh, fucking fantastic anyways Rings of Power <laughs> holy shit that last episode oh uh, bonkers bonkers good bonkers. I I the, the the theme for Numenor is like for me better than anything it's my favorite theme we've had. For, mm -hmm. for Lord of the Rings, period. Yeah. And I don't know why that is. No, I thought it was fan. I mean, I in fact, I think I told you... Because I had watched it on Friday when it came out. And I think you forgot about it. And you're like, oh, wait. Totally forgot. Power. Well, um, and, and we had, you know, and I had... Uh, I had something going on Thursday night. Mm -hmm. And then... Well, Friday night was happy hour and I wasn't there. Friday night was happy hour, yeah. which you weren't there. I was not there, luckily, because it turned into a crazy fest from what i understand yeah um, i mean i think it was you know it was a lot of <laughs> a lot of fun but i tried to warn them i tried to warn them. someone said a word and i can't even remember what the oh no i remember what the word is now yeah i remember what the word is i'm someone, not gonna say it someone yeah. said a word uh <laughs> and i don't think they realized what the word that the word had another meaning yeah and a buddy of mine who was watching the show texted me and they're like you know they shouldn't say that right i'm like yeah <laughs> i know i know they shouldn't say that yeah yeah um and I explained, I'm like, hey, you know, maybe don't say that. Um, and they kept, and then they decided yeah. to. Yeah, fair, fair. No, but look, uh, I, I, I think I texted you when we were talking about it, that this is my favorite thing Lord of the Rings has done since, since the original trilogy. Um, I think it's better than all three Hobbit movies, this single episode. Absolutely, absolutely. It's yeah. just, it feels like I, I for the first time, and me coming from a casual fan, mm -hmm. for the first time, I felt like I was watching Lord of the Rings. Well, it's so interesting you say that, too, because, like, nothing in this episode really pulled from, like, the lore. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there was nothing in this episode that was like, oh, yeah, this is a reference to this. No, it was all, you know, it was all the, the, the showrunners kind of taking it and running with it. Yeah. And I think it shows that, hey, that's what they need to be doing right they need to fucking just embrace it and go yeah i agree um but i agree i mean it took it took them six episodes to get here and this is this was kind of what i was waiting for and mm -hmm. i i know that it was a build-up because you obviously have to establish characters and uh worlds 
Yeah, but locations they, and stuff. I don't know, but you could have you could have had a you know. I felt like this could have happened in episode four, <clears throat> or or something like it could have happened in episode four, mm -hmm. right? Like this didn't have to happen in episode four, yeah. but something could have happened in episode four. Yeah, I mean it, um, it's a it's a big deal, man. I mean Mount Doom is officially officially exploded. Bye bye. Yeah, it is, it I was, is a goner. I texted so because I told Alex while we were on happy hour, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go watch Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh my god, text me when you're done. The first <laughs> thing I texted him was, that's not how volcanoes work. And he responded. <laughs> he responded by sending me a video of a volcano actually working like that. So, oh my god, of um, course he did. He's starting a new channel called Volcanoes Explained. Um, <laughs> but which, by the way, our show's fine. Go watch. Um, casterly talk from this week alex mm -hmm. is on it with rachel uh cushing that's great um but yeah i you know it's funny i don't have a lot to say about this episode right i mean it really is action heavy it's so really only heavy. the ending that matters the ending is so good and the scenes with with there's two speeches and like i didn't write quotes or notes or anything uh, but Galadriel's speech, it's so yeah. funny because if that's delivered by a villain, if you get that that speech delivered by Hux, right, you, we might actually think of Hux as a decent villain. Yeah. You know, and then Adar's speech is so heroic and like, it's so interesting. Yes, Jillian. Hi, Jill. What, baby? You're going to go to the Cheesecake Factory? Yeah. Okay. You Do your thing. You could have texted. You know, Jill, this is... I'm here salvaging your YouTube channel. Hi, <laughs> Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's cracking up. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, no, I'm okay. Thank you. No, no, no. I'm good. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I, I don't know. Uh, give me, uh, yeah, sure. Give me, give me some sort of cake or cheesecake. Or tiramisu. I love it. From Cheesecake Factory? Yeah, I don't like cheesecake. Me neither. Me Jake neither. doesn't either. We're no. on the same page. Not for you know, me. I, Jake, speaking of, I got to get your chocolate milk recipe, man. Because, yeah, you know, Jake has a glass. Do you not know these things about your friends? Used, I thought he used like Nesquik or like, not Nesquik, the other one. The other one? Yeah. What's the other one? Jessica, what's the chocolate milk? Ovaltine. Ovaltine. Are you an Ovaltine guy, Jake? No. No, Nesquik. You use Nesquik? I use Nesquik, but I use Nesquik, but also Trader Joe's has their own version of chocolate milk that is out of this world. So you but don't you want the ritual of making the chocolate milk? That's why I have I have a Costco size of Nes Nesquik. It's like this yeah. big. The powder, right? Yeah, the powder. Yeah. Always the powder, never the syrup. Never the yeah. syrup. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. All right, bye, babe. Love you. Um, I <laughs> I went and I went and made I, I I like the other night I like couldn't sleep, whatever. I'm like, I'm gonna make you know, I want something sweet. I made some we have chocolate syrup in the fridge. So I made some chocolate milk and I'm like it's yeah. just not the same. Yeah. I have I have it three or four times a week. I'm I'm a total milk guy. Oh, I, I thought you were milk. I thought you because you used to be an every night guy. I used yeah. to be an every night guy, but it sometimes messes with my stomach if I don't mm -hmm. feel well. Um, well we're so getting only... milk when we get older. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. We're not meant to drink it. Yeah. Anyway, Lord of the Rings. Oh, Lord of the Rings. We're <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Um 
yeah i don't know it was you know the i i tell you what i'll tell you what man adar at the end of this i empathize with that character oh I yeah then you mean I, in the bar in the barn scene that's what you're talking about yeah when he's laying on the ground yeah like i should not i should not empathize with um adar yeah at all yeah uh reefton good to see you man dude i haven't seen reefton in the chat in oh. forever my guy how are oh. you how are you reef uh i'm i Ad, so adar was this was be- easily his best episode um yeah and we get that reveal about he's an original orc he's a proto orc yeah he's um, he's he's an og if you will which is you know that's not some that's something new to this yeah, i was gonna ask you if that's part of anything it, that we know of tolkien was so the problem man I've, what is up with my everything today uh tolkien was so vague about a lot of things yeah um he kind of has told the story of the orcs a couple different ways and to the point where like we've never really gotten a a full-on perspective on it but part of that is because the orcs aren't tolkien wasn't really big on giving pov giving a no pun intended (laughs) giving a point of view to villainous characters right got it the orcs in lord of the rings are really not to not meant to be seen as nuanced. They're not meant to be seen as people. Yeah. Um, they're, yeah, it's, you know, it's supposed to be, they're, they're, they're just supposed to be, you know, in D and this, this is the best way I know how to describe this. Actually, Jake, you're of the right age. Power, you, you watch Power Rangers growing up? Mm-hmm. They don't explain the putties. No, right? no, they were just there. They're like the they're, pawns, essentially. Right, they're just there. That's mm-hmm. the the point of the orcs. Now yeah. the orcs have a little more culture than that, but yeah. like you know, once you start explaining, hey, the orcs are elves, you know, that's why they never touched it on the original trilogy. They were basically pawns. They were yeah, just they, henchmen, right? They yeah. they discussed the urukai a little bit in the original yeah. trilogy, um, yeah. but like, kind of, it's just supposed to sort of show. That's because in the movie Sauron is developing the Urukai. Um, what so what did is, what did Adar call himself? This was it Udar Uruk Uruk Uruk. Okay, Uruk, um, which is an OG orc, I imagine. Yeah, well, it's black. I believe it's black speech for um orc. Got it. Okay. Is my understanding? It's black speech for orc. Okay. Um. And orc is, you know, that's the elvish slang for it or the, um, you know. So that's why he's like, no, don't call me an orc. That's your word, not mine. Yeah. You know, he wants to be um, respected. Yeah. It's funny. I was I've, I've been watching completely unrelated. My brain's going everywhere today. Um, I've been watching a lot of uh, history related content on, on YouTube because that's what I do. I watch random shit on YouTube. And uh, one of the videos I was watching today was talking, you know, I got a lot of time to kill at work. Okay. Um, one of the videos was talking about uh, the Iroquois and how that's not even an Iroquois word. Really? Like, no one, no one knows where that word came from. Like they've got their own word for their people. That's not right. Like that was a word. The English gave them. <laughs> um, that's, that's kind of like orc, right? It's not a, it's not their word. Their word yeah. is Uruk. It just gets um, lost in history of stuff. Yeah. Y- yeah, exactly. So which you know, Urukai, the 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 name Urukai 
uh, is derivative of that. Um, and I think they say Uruk at some point in the original trilogy. But And if I'm not mistaken, and correct me if I'm wrong, the Urukai are the ones that were essentially born, whereas the orcs were made? Well, no, the Urukai are the ones that you see Sauron pulling out of the, the pits. So like in like sacks, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, which, again, that's something specific to the movie. Okay, um, got it, got it, got it, got it. okay. Uh, the... The Urukai in essentially what they are is humans crossed with orc men. That's what Rison just said. Or elves men. crossed yeah. with orc men. Yeah, okay. Um well no, even even orc men, I believe actually high might be men. But anyways, it's there. They are they are bred by Sa uh, Sauron to get rid of the one flaw Got that it. orcs have, which is the sunlight sensitivity. Got it. Okay. Okay. So these, okay. So the ones that we see in the Rings of Power are more orc than Urukai. Right. Got right. it. Okay. And Urukai are specifically they're they're orcs crossed with humans, whereas. Yeah, and in 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 some of the some of the you know you have to remember the Lord of the Rings canon is just a combination of Tolkien's letters, <laughs> yeah. you know that he published and yeah. like his notes and things that were unpublished. Right, yeah. we have the books, but for the most part, a lot of this stuff it's just unpublished. You know, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, so everything we know about the orcs is. Most likely they were dark elves, which um, means something. If you're a D&D &D fan, dark elf means something different in Tolkien. It means without light, not, you know. Um, they are elves that never saw the light of the trees. Okay. Going back going back to that first episode, or dark yeah. elves. Yeah. Uh, they are elves that never saw the light of the trees, and then they were corrupted by... Um, uh, corrupted by uh, Morgoth to turn them into orcs. Um, so it's so interesting. And I think we, I think what we see when they're in that Citadel up no, North in, in, in the Frostfield, um, nope. Frostfield is from Legends of Vox Machina. That's the wrong word. Now I <laughs> fucked up my brain. Uh, uh, Fjord Wraith or whatever. Uh, the, the frozen North Canada, when they're in Canada in the first episode <laughs> and they, they show like, you know, they've been playing with blood magic and like yeah. all of that. It very much leads to that whole idea of, you know, Sauron and, and, and Morgoth using blood magic and other things to corrupt, um, you know, uh, corrupt these people. So um, this episode was just the Southlands plot, right? We got like one ship of them mm -hmm. on the boat, but. No, I mean, it was it was heavy on. Uh, is it Aaron Deer, right? Aaron Deer. Aaron Deer and everyone, the Southlands. Um, we got minimal of everything Numenor just because they were traveling most of the time. Mm -hmm. And then they showed up at the right time in uh, in Middle Earth to save them. Um, no, I mean, it, I thought it was great because the previous episode was very Numenor heavy. It was very yeah. Numenor heavy. So they're they're obviously now they're blending two well, together. And I want to I want to shout out a scene in the previous episode. The the Harfoots traveling with the montage with the song. That was it, the the before this episode. The previous two episodes have both done a really good use of song, 
which okay. song is so important to Tolkien. If yeah. you read the Lord of the Rings, there's like a song every four pages. Got it. Okay. Like songs and poetry every four pages. Um, and that was this was the first one, like like Disa's song during the 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 Dwarven Princess. Um, oh yeah, which was great. Disa's yeah. song was great, but this one really showed like the Hobbit traveling songs, right? Mm -hmm. And it was so good. Um, and it was so Tolkien. That was the most Tolkien thing I've seen, right, in this show. Um, and I love that it references, you know, the song ends, not all who wander or wonder are lost. Which, you know, you're familiar with the phrase, not all who wander are lost. Yeah. You know that's a Tolkien phrase, right? I had no idea. No. Yeah. It's from, uh, it's from Which, the... I mean, makes sense, you know, in the world. It's the, well, you've heard part of it, because part of it's in Lord of the Rings. Uh, it is the, is it the Ballad of Aragorn or the... Oh, what is it? It's a uh, uh, reforge that reforge the blade that was broken. Not all that glitters is gold. Not all who wander are lost. Um, uh, something Re reforge the blade that was broken. That sounds like the third movie. Yeah, it's in it's in the third movie. Return uh, of the King, right it. before Aragorn gets the sword back. It's got it right. Yeah, got they it. they quote they quote the poem in that Aragorn poem. Let's see. Um, uh, all that is gold does not glitter. Not all who wander are lost. The old that is strong does not wither. Deep roots are not reached by the frost. From the ashes, a fire shall be woken. A light from the shadows shall spring. Renewed shall be the blade that was broken. The crownless again shall be king. They say those last two lines in um, Arwen. Yeah, thank you, Andy. Arwen says it in um, uh, Return of the King. Got it. Um, but it's a poem about Aragorn. And so not all the glitters of gold and not all who wander lost are both from Lord of the Rings. And people fucking forget that. So I love yeah. that that song had that line in there. And I wonder how many people realize that like, you know. It connects. Yeah. And the it's, poem I... actually, that, that poem is actually written by Bilbo. Oh, okay. Because the, the Lord of the Rings, the Lord of the, the book, the Lord of the Rings. Oh, well, yeah. At the, end of, at the end of is it the end of at the end of Hobbit? Well, at the at, during that's Fellowship, right. Yeah, during Fellowship and at the end of Hobbit, um, you see him writing the book, and then we see at the very end of Return of the King mm -hmm. as as he finishes, obviously the yeah. Lord of the Rings. and Frodo Frodo finishes, yeah, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, okay, yeah. got it, got it, got it. I mean, that, that's cool. It's 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 a cool like universal connection. Um, and it seems like it was used in the right place. I will say that I do like, uh, I well, I did like what they did with the Harfoots in episode four we didn't get them at all in episode five no which i'm fine uh, with there's there's so many fucking characters in this it's show so, there's so much happening like there's so and I, i'm so happy that now two of the stories are blended in one right now um for so now like, we don't well, know yeah for now uh but there was just so much happening all at once in in such a short amount of time and at least for what feels like the next two episodes two of those stories are now blended together which is cool so. right yeah. Um man, what do you think of Hallbrand? What where are we at with Hallbrand? He's gotta honestly, be evil, right? I honestly go back and forth. Like it, it, so I episode was, episode at the end of episode four, I was like, All right, he's on the side yes, of him, right? Yeah. But when when uh and I don't know her name, but uh the human oh, woman oh um who has the son oh oh Bronwyn Bronwyn when Bronwyn asks him, are you the king that we were promised? 
and he hesitates and then he says yes i'm like didn't sell me on that yes well like, and also also right like if you if you swap that story and you put a good like from a storytelling perspective right mm -hmm. you put a good character in those shoes he's gonna deny it and say i no, but i'll lead you right yeah yeah but no most, most like, of the time yes he's like yes i am the i am the king you wanted yeah, yeah sure absolutely and you know what's it's funny is right now like they're doing a great job of selling me on him like right. i really dig the character he's I, I well, think... he's acted so well he's charismatic uh -huh. he's and i also like look i'm not one to usually talk about like race and casting choices and all this stuff but he's definitely cast to be like the prototypical hero right yeah. yeah like he's the aragorn of this series right now yeah he's very much like you know right he's he's the the you know handsome dark hair charming you know white straight male hero and now we saw him, how good he is in action right like, it's clear yeah it's clear it's it's I, I just i don't know man like it's like if is he sauron i don't i don't know i don't know if he's that evil but I wouldn't be surprised if it's revealed that he is because I mean, Sauron takes over the Southlands and turns it into Mordor. And what does Halbrand have control of right now? Mordor Plus Southlands. Right. So like it kind of fits. Right. But I, yeah, I don't know. I, I really do go back and forth. I go back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very it's, confusing. Uh, <laughs> um, also the episode title. I recognize, so I recognize the episode title, Udun, um, because uh, in the You Shall Not Pass scene. In, the, um, in Fellowship? In Fellowship. Okay. Gandalf says, dark fire will not avail you, flame of Udun. Right? Um, and then you could be that. Not... Could that be the sword? Well, no, no, no. So Udun, so I found this out. Explain it to me oh, okay. on the, on the Malik's channel. So much, um, so I'm plugging much. all the shows that are better than ours. Um, <laughs> explain it to me on the Malix channel. Go check it out. Um, uh, answered that question. Udun means hell. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So it makes sense that this episode is titled hell. Yeah. That's what, that's what Mordor is, right? Like yeah. it's fucking hell. Yeah. You know, when we see it in return of the King, it's just hell. Now, what I want to know is that tower, does that tower become Sauron? Sauron's tower. It's God, or, right? Right. Or maybe yeah. like the building blocks for it. Right. Right. Because the tower is destroyed now, but you've still got that like sort of foundation, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, you know, remember this show is not actually tied to that trilogy. Yeah. yeah. So they We're can't, just theorizing here. you know, but they can't, they can't exactly copy the look of those things. Right. We're not, like I said in episode one, we're not going to see a flaming eye. No, you know, no. Right, that's that's not even from the books. That's from the movies only. Do you think we're going to see Sauron in physical form? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. We have to. We have to. I, I think we probably already have. Well, he's if he's because he's a shapeshifter, right? Essentially, mm -hmm. is what he is. Yeah. So we would have seen him as another character, is what you're saying. Right. Which I've got another theory. Okay. Um. Uh. All right. So there was something we didn't because we didn't do a, a show for episode five four and five correct well this is five oh, did we not do no this is six 
Is this six? This is six. Ah, pooey. Did yeah, I title it wrong? Yeah, this is six. Oh, this is five and six. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So um, we didn't do a show for episode five. Correct. Um, they, uh, Gilgalad tells the story of Mithril. He tells how, you know, uh, someone was fighting the last Balrog and, you know, Elendil was fighting the last Balrog. I don't remember who it was. I think it was Elendil. Or um, uh, Arendil. Um, Arendil's fighting the, the last um, whatever, right? And that's not in the books. That's not what Mithril is. That's, so they changed something completely. Yeah, and it's a little controversial, right? Okay. With like big Tolkien fans. I don't give yeah. a shit because I don't actually care that much. <laughs> but like with some of the like big Tolkien fans, it's a little controversial, right? And my theory is what Gilgalad says isn't true. Okay. It's bullshit. Okay. Right? Because we know in the previous episode, um, Celebrimbor mentions we have to finish the tower before spring. And I go, in my head, I went, well, what the fuck happens in spring? Right? Yeah. Why does it matter when you finish? And mm -hmm. then we find out the next episode, they're like, we have to give all the elves Mithril before it's too late. Well, is before it's too late spring, right? Is yeah. that, is that the, where these two ideas are coming from? So... We know in the books, Sauron explains to Celebrimbor how to make the rings. Are you saying Gilgalad could be Sauron? No, I'm saying oh, okay. Okay. I think that story was told to them by Sauron. Oh. I don't think that story is true oh. in world. I think it was told to them by Sauron to trick them and say, hey, look, your only hope is to give all the elves Mithril as a way to get them to build that tower and create a conflict between the elves and the dwarves. And we also know one of the rings actually, um, uh, Nenya, the ring of the adamant, um, is, uh, which is Galadriel's ring is made of Mithril. So, uh, maybe not that one. Maybe it might be, um, Gilgalad's rings made of Mithril. One of the rings is made of Mithril. doesn't matter. Right. So, so if that's the case, does that mean you are feeling different about Halbrand being Sauron? No, not necessarily. Because we don't know, most likely, because, because at the start of the story, the plan for the tower and the rings, the rings, mm -hmm. is already in motion, right? Um, Reefton, that's a good point. Yeah. Right. The poison tree is not. Maybe, maybe he told the story and poison the tree just to add right. a little credence to it. Right. Interesting. Because the poison tree is the same thing we saw happening in the Southland to like the cows and the grass and stuff. Oh, I forgot that. I forgot that happened. Yeah. 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 So. Okay. All right. So we don't know how long ago Gilgalad heard that story. We know the uh -huh. plans for the tower and stuff were already in motion when the series started. Okay. And then we also know Gilgalad was on the ocean when the series started. So hypothetically, or, or um, uh, uh, Halbrand. Galadriel. Halbrand. Oh, oh, Halbrand. Sorry. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay. So okay. if Halbrand is Sauron, 
you know, he could have went to Celebrimbor and Gilgalad and went like, you know, in the guise of an elf and went, hey, this is what, you know, you have to know this, right? Here's proof, right? This rotting, withering tree is proof. Yeah. Um, thank you, Mick. I was right, Nenya. What did I say? Did I say Nenya? I think I you said, said Nenya. Nenya. You said Nenya. I said Galadriel's ring, but I don't know if I said Nenya. Um, I'm pretty sure you said Nenya. Um, so he essentially shapeshifted or formed into someone of elf, elvish <laughs> looks to inform Gilgalad and company that the tree is poisoned and that elves will all die if that tree is to die, essentially. And then he shapeshifts into someone else in the form of Halbrand. Possibly. Possibly. And now turns his sight on the Southlands after already setting up wherever the elves are for right. them to eventually leave. Right. And and we have and we have you know the, the the questions we have, right? He has to eventually get to um oh man, Mick or Reef can tell me what the name of Celebrimbor's city is. Whatever the name of uh Celebrimbor's city is. It's not Gondolin. See, show show W bits is with us. Sauron fooled the elves by disguising as an elf, Anatar. In these three episodes, or in these episodes, we are seeing Sauron deceiving right. man by disguising as a man, Halbrand. Yeah. Boom. Pro probably. Here's the other thing, though, right? I mean, it makes sense. Here you, go. Here you go. Thank you. There you go. There um, you go. Here's the other thing, right? The showrunners could be smart and they could be trying to make people who know the story think that. Yeah, they could totally right? be, be twisting they, it up. They could, be tw they could be doing this just for me to hear. <laughs> You know, just just for me to go like, oh well, clearly Hal Brand is Sauron, right? What what are the chances of that though? Do you think? Like, do you think they're brave enough to actually twist away from what the story is kind of set yeah. out to be? Well, no, I don't think they're going to twist away from what the story set out to be, but I okay. think they might just be tricking us with Hal Brand, right? Got it. Because Hal, like, what Brand, if it's another character that we have no right. clue about? Okay. Right, Sauron could be someone else right now, right? Okay. And Hal Brand could be. Like, Halbrand is definitely going to be a villain. There's, I have no question about that. <laughs> that poor guy. That doesn't that stop. Guy. Me. That doesn't stop me from loving his character. I think. Yeah, I, is, I love him. I think he's awesome. I think he is think the best awesome. developed character in the series right now. Yeah, I think so too. Um, him and, and he, he and uh, uh, Aaron Deer. Aaron Deer. I don't know. Aaron Deer's a little flat for me. Oh, I, I, I like the character, but elves him. just like that's just the nature of elvish characters, right? Yeah, they're, they're so stoic. They're well, and they're so character development doesn't happen for elves because they're alive for he says, right? Thousands he, of years. Yes, he, he has yeah. that great quote to um uh Theo in episode five that, mm -hmm. like, you know, you're 14 and you have the bravery to do oh, this me. yeah and it took me hundreds of years yeah to get there right yeah. elvish characters don't have that same character development that we're going to see out of the human fair. character that's fair um and even durin right like like durin and the human characters and the hobbits are where we're going to see character development we will see galadriel have character development and we will see elrond have character development only because they are our main characters and we know they have to develop to get to the point where they are during we the know their end game, yeah. Right. Yeah. 
but like you know the other characters are not going to show development but how the, the other elves the other elves the other elves correct yeah. how brand has so much potential for character development and for character in general i fucking love that how how they've done that character me too um i i loved in the like this episode is what like the tipping point for me i was like yep right. i'm all in all in, all in yeah. on this dude. yeah for me it was for me it was last episode but like like episode one when he's on the boat i'm like all right I'm, i can tell i'm gonna like this character but there's nothing <laughs> you know there's nothing yet for me to care about yeah um but um yeah i don't know sauron could be i do think the showrunners are smart enough to throw some red herrings in there right because they are telling a story that's already been told. Mm-hmm. House of the Dragon has been doing that so well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I know, I know the POV crew gave Jill a little shit for the uh, um, uh, what's his name in the fireplace, uh, Lanor. Um, Lanor. But what if I told you in the books, uh, Lanor dies? He does die in the books, right? So like yeah. that, I, I that's, knew that. That's why I was surprised. Yeah. 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 So that was that was something unique to the show. Yeah. Um. So I almost didn't catch it because I was so. I was like, well, I know. Well, you, you thought you thought he died. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Like, it's it's yes. I think the showrunners are smart enough to throw some red herrings in there. I just don't know. They've done they've done such a good job of sowing the seeds for Halbrand being Sauron yeah. that I don't know if they will or not. Yeah. My and big we'll question is still the stranger. Right. The, the meteor man. Oh, yeah. Which we didn't see any of this episode. No. Um. I'm interested in what happens with them in the Harfoots or him in the Harfoots being right. that we have two episodes left. We didn't see them this episode. They're obviously traveling somewhere. They got to be traveling to the Shire, right? Uh, no, they get gifted. The, the hobbits get gifted the Shire after the last battle. Okay. All right. So they're traveling somewhere else. Then. Yeah. Okay. After All the, right. after the last, the last Alliance of men and elves is when the hobbits go to the Shire for now. So they're you- actually, they're actually on the other side of the mountains right now. Okay. Um, and are you still? Are you still on? Oh, the that's train? so showbiz. That's so interesting. Here, let me bring it up. New um, clues that I uncovered: Halbrand's sigil looks like a kingfisher bird. Kingfishers are known to make nets using the bones of their prey. That is so interesting. And they they folk they have focused on that a couple times. Like uh, I always forget her name. Aaron Deer's girl, Bronwyn. Bronwyn I think Bronwyn. Bronwyn noticed it right away. Yeah, when she met him, there was a clear close-up shot of the sigil on his sigil, so it's very recognizable to many people, which is obviously coming to play. Um, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's funny. I actually didn't get a good look at the. I've never given a good look at the sigil. You know, it also so, kind of looks like a vulture a little bit. So what, what would that mean? What would that mean? Like, what is what is does that mean anything? In like the lore of Lord of the Rings, a kingfisher? No, yeah. not necessarily. But like you know, the idea that he's you know, <laughs> Albright, oh god, a... did he have a staff in the last? One? He used a staff. Remember, he was on the horse and he grabbed one. Oh yeah, and then he went to uh, he stabbed, and then he um, goes through Adar. the horse's legs. Yeah, yeah, and he stabbed Adar or tried to stab Adar. Yeah. It kind of it reminds me a little bit of a vulture, uh, the bird. Which like, like vulture, a, vultures like, are a little bit kind evil. of towards the evil side, yeah, you know? Absolutely. They're not 
They're not viewed as great birds. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. No. I mean, yes. Um, yeah. It's so. It's so interesting, right? Like spear or staff, Andy. Same damn thing, my guy. Uh, yeah, they're it's both a wood half- stick. They're both half- wood stick. They're both hafted weapons. Um, um, uh, oh God, what was I going to ask? Oh, okay. I wanted to ask before we uh, before we spend too much time on Halbrand and everything else. I wanted to ask you about Isildur and mm-hmm. and his father and and kind of where he's at because he's obviously going to be a major player. Um, yeah, happening. How do you feel about Isildur so far? You know, I I don't know. Uh, Isildur, he's got some. He's got some interesting. They're making some interesting choices with him, right? He I just love feels that. like a very immature kid right now, right? And like it's so interesting because his buddies definitely are not immature, mm-hmm. right? Um, I do love the the character moments with um, uh, him and Galadriel. Um, yeah, I like that Queen Mir- Queen Muriel was like, "Yeah, go go get like you want to get into the fight, go please," mm-hmm. right? Um. Uh, I wanted to bring up um, the mother, Isildur's mother. We find out that oh, his, drowning. his mother drowned. Yeah, and that's such an interesting callback to in episode three. We get we get that line: "The sea is always right," mm-hmm. which shows the conflict between. That does such a good job for me of painting the conflict between Isildur and Elendil and their family, and the Numenorean culture. Because if she drowned, that means that's the will of the sea, right? Mm-hmm. That's the will of their culture for her, mm-hmm. their mother to have died. Yeah. Well, why? Right? You know, so that's such an interesting little uh, tidbit. Well, and I think I remember you saying that uh, Isildur and his family, they basically leave the Numenor culture to... To start Gondor. Yeah. Start Gondor, right? They go, they stay in Middle-earth, essentially. Yeah. Uh, well, in the, in the books, they're going to go back to... So in the books, what happens? They go back to um, Numenor. Numenor, and then they leave Numenor before the flood. Okay. Um, so you think that after all of this, they're going to be heading back with the queen? You know, I don't know because they're I definitely taking—they're like, definitely taking some liberties with the story. I feel like so they may just—they may just leave them right in order to like bridge that gap, right? I feel like uh, that might be there a little longer, and, and after she, they decide to leave, mm-hmm. or after the queen decides to go back, that they're going to decide to stay. Yeah, like, so that, they that's could kind of the vibe I get. Yeah, and they could show them, you know, they could show them, you know, building Gondor and Arnor. Um, How far away is that to compared to the Southlands? It's not right. It's like I mean, right there, right? Yeah. Yeah, because you see in Return of the King, they're looking from Minas Tirith to Mordor, right? So, I mean, they're literally within miles of where their eventual home is. At least where Isildur and his brother's home is. Yeah, a couple days' Um, ride, etc., of where they eventually Um, post up. uh, Elendil will end up closer to the Shire, but Isildur... And Elendil is the father? The father, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he'll end up in Eriabor. Um. Uh, yeah, Arnor I mean, is. I'm, I'm I'm interested just because uh, Isildur is still very young. He has he clearly has a very long way to go. So maybe right. then going back to Numenor makes sense because he is a little younger. Uh, and and their his sister, you know, is still there. Yeah, I'm so interested in the sister because I'm wondering if they're gonna do the thing where like the sister is on the other side of the the whole conflict. I 
kind of feel like that's what's happening. Yeah, I think so too. Because she's so. not a she's not a book character, right? No, no. She's she's made strictly for the show, right? I feel like there's going to be a conflict in that she's going to stay on Numenor and eventually pass mm-hmm. when Isildur and his father go to Middle Earth, right? Or, but the other thing too, she's also an architect, so she could be responsible for them building. You know, Gondor is a huge. Feat that would be of, cool. That'd right? be pretty cool. Uh, or, um, or uh, Minas Tirith is a huge feat of construction, right? That we would could be see cool. her building Minas Tirith. So that would be pretty cool. Yeah, kind of tied into the family a little bit. Yeah, because I mean, is it ever said anywhere like how it's built or who it's built by, or who designs it? I mean, it's it's built by it's built by um, Isildur and his brother. But aside from that, we don't know. Have we met Isildur's brother? Uh, no, they mention um, they mention him in episode three, and I can't remember his. I have his name written down here somewhere. But we haven't uh, seen him, right? Uh, Anarian. No, we don't. We haven't seen him. We and seen he's him. not we, part of like the navy or anything. No, we know. The only thing we know is that he, like Isildur, left the navy, and like went back home, um, to the east side of the island or the west side of the island, west side of the island. Um, uh, which away from the capital of, of Numenor because we've only really right. seen the capital of Numenor and it's like a very a, small part, yeah. and then a random library in episode four, <laughs> right? But yeah, they, they have that like day's ride to the yeah. top of a hill or whatever, yeah. Okay, Fair so enough. we know that we know that um, Anarian went back to be with their people, with their family, basically. Got it. Um, but we don't know. We haven't seen him. Most likely they haven't cast him, right? Like he'll show up eventually. He'll probably be in season two, I'd imagine. Yeah, I would imagine. Which is why we haven't seen him only by we've only seen him by name. Which means yeah. and if he if he goes to Middle Earth with them. Yeah, I would think which they could just write him out, right? Like he's not ne- he's not as necessary as a Sealdor and Elendil to the story. They could replace him, they could replace him with the sister. Yeah, and then they could replace him with sister, and they could, or they could just be going like, "Hey, we've got too many characters already." You know, like we there's a, there's a bunch of characters. Yeah, there's like almost we didn't, as, we didn't see the dwarves once this episode. No, it's not quite as bad as like Game of Thrones season one was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's close, right? Like it's real close. Um, I have a feeling that season two will slim it down a little bit. Now that we're introduced to everything, or at least in season two, we'll see more characters in the same place. Yes, that's I, yeah. that's a better way of saying it. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Um, well, anything else, Sean? Anything we forgetting? That's all I got. Uh, what do you think, Andor? I loved Andor. Andor I love so it so much. I I'm love so, it so much. I'm so afraid for for uh, Nimic. Nimic. I'm so afraid. He's, for he's so. He is the biggest on the chopping block, but I have I have a I have a gut feeling he's going to make it out. All right, I'm we have a feeling. we've been we've been I don't know if you're. Uh, if you if you're not uh, people in the chat, go watch my Star Wars show, uh, Scoundrels Inc. Um, on YouTube. Myself, Kevin Smith, Smets, Frank Janish, and Brandon Hanna breaking down all the latest and greatest in Star Wars with our classic uh, antics and bits. Um, I brought something up on the show. Uh, we had kind of theorized a couple episodes ago. Um, rebellions are built on hope. Andor uh-huh. says that in Rogue One. Uh-huh. And then Jin repeats it. Yep. I think he says that, it in this episode. I think Nemec is going to say it. Or yeah, man. Is, well, or he kind of already said it in a little way. Or it's in Nemec's book. I oh, the manifesto. Yeah. 
I mean, he he did say hope in this episode. Yeah, he he talked about hope. Yeah. Um, so I so think there's we're definitely get, a possibility. I think before he dies next episode, because he's definitely going to bite the dust next episode. <laughs> I think oh, before he... <laughs> I love him. I love him. Jake, What? literally, what do I do? I, I paint model soldiers. Okay. <laughs> I uh he he reminds me of both uh Jesse from the very first Fast and the Furious and Mouse in the Matrix. Both yeah. of them died. Both of them yeah. died. So um sorry, yeah. Reef. Yeah. But we're not we yeah. spoiling anything. There's no yeah, spoilers there. Anything. All we There's said no was he has a book, and then he's, he's you know he's just so he's too sweet. He's too sweet to I agree. You know, I agree. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, no, that's all I got. Um, I mean, great. It's, it's, it's getting there, right, Sean? It's, it's becoming the show that we kind of wanted it to be so far, you know, slowly, but surely we have two episodes left. So hopefully it finishes out strong. Yeah. Being that's the biggest money making show of all time or money worth show of all time. Jesus, so I can't believe that. And season two got greenlit officially. So Good. it's, it's happening. Um, Shoners did an interview this week. They talked about it. So, so we'll do we'll do uh we'll do this again for uh for Wheel of Time and then we'll do this for um just a uh, fantasy recap show. Yeah, that's yeah, we'll find a name for it. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. Uh, All right, maybe everybody. We get, maybe we can get like Brian or, or Molly on here and, and they'll actually participate instead of yeah. you know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm sure Molly would have a fun time talking about it. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of uh, guys, go to twitch.tv slash Molly Damon. She's live on Twitch right now. Oh yeah, she is. That's right. She's doing spooky, spooky She's games. Doing spooks. Yeah. Um. Go tell her we sent you. Yeah. We we rated you without rating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can host. Oh no, they took away hosting on Twitter on Twitch. Yeah. I can't um, host. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up tonight. Uh, thank you to all five, six, seven of you that have been joining us live. We appreciate You're all great. It. You're all wonderful. Uh, we love you guys um, for this rambunctious show that we think is just covering Lord of the Rings, but covers Vox Machina and Andor and Cheesecake Factory at times. Yeah. <laughs> Go check out Sean on Scoundrels, Inc., another Star Wars podcast. Also check out his Twitch where he paints mini figs. Well, uh, we're going to have... On Monday, I think there's, Monday. Is there an announcement coming? There's an announcement on Monday. There's an announcement coming, guys. Be yeah, excited. I might, I might come do it on your show, actually. We're gonna talk. Perfect. I'll host uh, it. I love it. Um, because you guys are live Mondays now. We're live on Mondays now. Yeah. POV is live on Mondays, everybody. Uh Patreon schedule is up in the Discord. The schedule goes up on Patreon tomorrow, so check that out. But for now, thank you guys so much for joining us. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week. We'll catch you guys next time.